you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks, DJ and the PBU. And hey. today for Bucky, Rhett, joining us on a little uh, takeaway. What's up, uh, How you doing, man? I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll here, dude. We we get a little hat tip to our Saturday games, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I'll pay an homage to the Saturday yeah, game. Sure. Congratulations. It sure. was a fun. Yeah. Thursday game was great. Saturday game Oh, my fun. gosh. A lot of fun. But we're talking Sunday football right now, and that's where we're going to jump in with these 10 takeaways. Why don't you start us off, Rip? I will start us off because the Steelers – Thrive on drama. On second and goal, he's back. He taps, he waits. He's going to throw the ball to the near sideline, and it's going to be intercepted at the five-yard line. A wounded duck intercepted by Joe and the Steelers deny the Patriots the opportunity to make anything closer. So this falls under the, you know, hey, Whatever works, you know, whatever works for you kind of deal. Some here. people like that dr- that yeah. relationship drama. They, they do. Sometimes they, Not me. They, they, you know, they dig it. They thrive on it. Uh, the Steelers are that team. Okay. They aren't at their best unless there is some sort of negative storyline festering. Okay. You go all the way back to the Le'Veon Bell situation, right? Dominated the headlines for weeks. James Conner comes out and has one of the best seasons we've seen uh, from a running back the last couple of years. Uh, we go back to what they had one win in September. Then they rattle off six in a row. It's like, okay, everybody wants to count us out. We'll go ahead and, and, and you know step up to the plate, win six in a row. Now they lose three. Uh, you know they can't win in the and, AFC include, class, including the last of those three. Yeah, at Oakland. Yeah, come on, bad, really bad. And so everyone's now like, oh my, they might just fall right out of the playoff race. Well, we better stand up and beat our longtime nemesis, the New England Patriots. And, and and so I I don't know what it is. You know maybe. You know, Mike Tomlin just has a knack for getting the most out of this team when they really need it, uh, but it works for them, and they're right back in the thick of things here. And on the other side there, for the Patriots, uh, watching that game, man, watching Gronk try and run, watching the All-22 tape was painful. We watched that Hurt me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to watch. Like emotionally. Man. Oh, just, yeah. just cannot move at all. Uh, other things that jumped out there, Brady, poor decision down in the red zone, didn't yep. expect that. Uh, had a couple drops in this game, and then uh, just nothing. I mean, this is not a good secondary. Outside of the big home run where they got caught in a blown coverage to Hogan, there's not a lot of separation. There's not a lot of place for, for Brady to go with the football. Just uh, Especially when Josh good. Gordon's a non-factor. Yeah, what, he threw him the ball twice, piece, threw him at yeah. twice, had one catch. And it was on the second fact I'm telling you, yeah. without, without you know the real Gronk, this is not the real Gronk. And yeah. I don't know if it's his back. I don't know if you get up a drill what you do in that in that situation but man he is unless he starts moving around better they're going to have a tough time advancing and now it looks like for the first time in forever they might not have a bye and they have to go through the that's a whole that's a big deal now having to play three games versus having to play two to get yourself into the Super Bowl I was in New England the last time they didn't have a bye which was 2009 Mm -hmm. and they got blown out by the Ravens at home in the wild card round and then in 2010 they had the bye and got blown out by the Jets that year, so it does kind of feel like that. That's like they don't do anything special on offense, especially no. when Sony Michelle's not racking up the yards. Don't, they don't look yeah. fast at all. Yeah. Looks slow. All right, let's uh, yeah. let's keep it going here. Yep. 
Uh, number two on the takeaway, the Colts deserve a shout-out for the shutout. Hey-o. Now fourth and 12, Prescott has time to throw, launches over the middle, and it's incomplete. Tipped up into the air, and it's intercepted by the Colts' George Odom. Odom returning, and he's at the 20, and he is brought down by an offensive lineman around the 22-yard line. That's a takeaway for the Colts, an interception on defense. Colts take over with 3.09 to go in the game. I feel like the country knows about Darius Leonard, or at least they should, and we've talked about him on Move the Sticks forever in the run-up to the draft. We've talked about him, uh, what he's done this year, leading the league in tackles. But I think there's some other players on this Colts defense that need to give a little bit of love. Watching that tape, Grover Stewart out of Albany. Yes. Big, powerful dude, explosive. Uh, Anthony Walker, the other linebacker, plays inside out of Northwestern. has been great in his second year. He can really run to Nico Autry, Marcus Hunt. Tyquan Lewis had his first two sacks of his NFL career coming out of Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, Jabal Sheard. I mean, that whole group is playing really well, Rhett. Yeah, absolutely. It's like this was the – because even though Darius Leonard is maybe the favorite for rookie of the year, it's almost like Leighton Van still got m- the more publicity. It's the Cowboys. Right? Yeah. And, and, and that's just the way it is. And, and you know, Van Der earned a lot of that. But, you know, you go back to the job that uh, Chris Ballard has done now in his first two drafts. You mentioned Anthony Walker, fifth-round pick – in 2017. You mentioned Grover Stewart, uh, fourth round pick in 2017. And how about the guy who we had in the uh, on the clip there, George Odom, safety, seventh round pick yeah. uh, this last year, or rather free agent. So, I mean, like they're, they're getting contributions from all of their young guys. And this is going to be a fun defense to watch for a few years to come if they can get a real marquee guy off the edge. Yeah, they do need a pure impact edge rusher they've got a couple good players there but but not an excellent player the one thing I'll say though if you look it really just even in this game you look at defenses that have taken that leap forward speed at the linebacker position when you're off the ball is imperative in today's NFL you see it with the Cowboys talked about Van Der Esch in yeah. this game obviously Darius Leonard Walker in ran four six five uh coming out so they've got a lot of speed there the Bears defense we know what they're doing the speed yeah. they have at linebacker with Roquan Smith and Danny Trevathan um can't say it enough. The best defenses, it's it's pretty interesting. They're usually Vikings, pretty fast. Vikings, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, there's another one. Yeah. Um, so th- those off-the-ball linebackers, we talked about this a little bit last week. That'll be fun to watch, uh, see how that manifests itself in the draft. All right, keep us All right here we go. Uh, takeaway number three, the Bears, way ahead of schedule. Snap is back. Three-man rush, they drop eight. Trubisky fires in their open end zone left side. Burton's got it for the touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. They're back in front, 20-14. 10-16 left here in the fourth quarter at Soldier Field. Worst to first in the NFC North in a calendar year, doing it against Aaron Rodgers in the Packers. This felt like a changing of the guard in the division. Yeah. You can hit your button if that felt feels a little premature to you. No. But that's kind of how this whole season has been for the Bears. Like, you know, this is not – they're a year ahead of schedule. Maybe two. I mean, the, for, with the way that they've played uh, and, and just kind of knowing how unbeatable Rodgers has been against this team, even at Soldier Field, 7-2 and two at Soldier Field in his career, uh, and then judging the improvement from week one against the Packers, where yep. they fell off in the second half, this Khalil, game... Khalil, Khalil Mack helps. Yep, certainly does. This game, they really came and rose to the occasion in the second half. Um, Trubisky... 20-28 in this one, 235, two touchdowns. It wasn't a perfect passer rating, but that to me is like the perfect line for him. Yeah, That's what you want to see from him, especially the zero in the interception call. Were they, I think they had, what, 29 runs, 28 yeah, passes. that's balance, man. Yeah, so a little balance there. And in the ideal backfield duo, right? Yeah, you, you got, got the thunder power. and lightning. I mean, it, that, that's what every team wants right now, and they got it. Yeah, you're going to pay all that money to have that in one guy, or you can save a little cash right. and get two. Right. Um, the other thing to me – 
I, I want to create a new a new stat for pass rushers, which is the assist. I like it. So you, it's just the same thing in basketball. You get you get the points, but there's also hockey an assist as well. involved. Yep. Hockey, you get the hockey assist. You so get two gonna, assists in hockey. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I, I don't know anything about hockey. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, but to me, in this game, you see uh, a play where Roquan Smith blitzes, and he ends up just shooting the gap and just comes screaming in, and then quarterback bails, end up getting a sack. Yeah. Uh, I think Matt might have been Max's first sack, I believe. Yeah, it was Roquan, yeah, yeah. Max's first sack. So then there's another one where Eddie Goldman gets tremendous pocket push um, and Rodgers has to climb up into the pocket. Floyd ends up getting a sack. I want to find a way. I know probably get uh, a pressure. You probably give him credit for a pressure, but one that results in a sack. I want yeah. a sack assist. That's I'm with my, you on that. I, I like want. I want to come up. Let's call next gen. See, next get gen to get on that. Right. Get that done. Uh, and look, side note here, and I think we always kind of give Rodgers the benefit of the doubt. Aaron Rodgers the benefit of the doubt on. You know, let's not count this team out. Yeah. Well, they're they're officially out now. But. I've been saying this. We do aftermath every week, yeah. right? I've been saying it forever. The, what about this team is not average? We kept saying, everybody's, oh, yeah. you know, if they get, I'm like, who, they're not getting in. They're they're average right. across the board. They're average with a great quarterback. With a great quarterback, but has he raised the level of play in anybody on that offense this well, year? Well, he needs to get rid of the football. Yeah. I mean, some of those sacks you watch, he's just holding on to the ball forever. He is big play hunting constantly. He needs yeah. to he needs to kill a couple rabbits and stop worrying about the elephants. I guess my my point is, would you say that outside of maybe Tariq Cohen, that the Packers are that much more talented on the perimeter uh than the Bears? I'm sorry, that the Bears, Bears are Bears are that much more talented on the perimeter than the than the Packers? No. Oh, no. Devontae Adams yeah. is the top five receiver in this in this league. Yeah, it's top seven maybe, but yeah. he's in there. Yeah. He's a great player. Yeah. But they just I don't know. They they have to, yeah, they have got to nothing start nobody else. over. They have to completely start over. There you uh, go. Let's but anyways, that was uh that was my takeaway there. On top yeah. of your takeaway. It was a little bonus takeaway. Thanks, man. Are right, you ready for a little candid? I'm ready. Candid makes it convenient, affordable, and easy to straighten your teeth. Candid's clear aligners are sent directly to your home and customized specifically for you to fix and straighten your teeth. Use their at-home modeling kit and then send back your impressions and some photos. Candid's network of highly trained orthodontists will then review your specific case and provide you with a 3D preview of what your treatment will look like. After you receive your 3D preview, you decide if you want to move forward or not. You can also talk to a real person at any time if you have questions. They'll even set up a video call to walk nice. you through Let's the modeling process. Call. There you go, man. Candid's treatment takes an average of six months and costs 65% less than braces. It will literally save you thousands. You're only one step away from getting straighter, wider teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee and go to candidco.com slash sticks to save 25% on your modeling kit. That's candidco.com slash sticks to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit CandidCO.com slash sticks. Golf is under center. Barking out the signal. Stumbles out of his break from center, and Golf loses the football. Flipped it away, and it's picked off by Corey Graham. Graham rumbling up the middle, and it's down at the Rams' 12-yard line. Yeah, not a good day for Jared Goff in this Rams offense, and really you can kind of look over – the last three weeks. Great three weeks. So this was interesting. So seven interceptions was talked about over the last three weeks. He had six previously for the right. entire season. But to me, I know people talk about Gurley not getting the touches, and that's been something that's been discussed. To me, it's the lack of explosive plays. Yards per attempt the last three games, 6.3, 4.1, 6.3, the lowest three 
for the entire season. So not only are you turning the football over, they're playing half-court hoops. I mean, they're not being able to stretch the field at all. Um, and that, that's been a problem. And the other thing is just the ball comes out a little has came out funny a little bit with Goff. Sometimes his feet get away from him a little bit, um, but just not really powering the ball like we saw earlier on in the season. This it's concerning. I know they've uh, you know the Bears are a great team. The Eagles are defending Super Bowl champs, even though they have their warts. Maybe you try and you try and explain it away. But yeah. I think McVay, you could hear the urgency in his voice after the game. They've got some problems. They've got to get squared away. Yeah, Goff said the same thing after he has got to play better. Clearly, that the case. And, and you know, this was a game where I thought, you know. They might have some the Eagles success. secondary secondary's just... beat up and terrible. Everybody's yeah. been carving them up. So what do you do? You sit back there and you make sure they don't beat you deep. You keep which your they didn't. and which they didn't. And then you know you have the luxury of getting some pretty darn good pressure with your front four guys. Yeah, and that offensive line has been leaky for as good as they were playing early on in the season. I think they've showed their age a little bit there. Yeah, a couple uh, of sack assists in that game. Yes, for get, Brandon Graham, no uh, question, just out collapsing the yep. pocket. Um, so. Um, this Rams team, man, it's it's interesting. They have given the New Orleans Saints a, uh, a free pass right now. See if the Saints can cash it in, and then so if the you know, everything goes this, through yeah. New Orleans. If the Saints win on Monday night, it's basically that, a two-game deal. Yeah, right? I think yeah. that pretty that darn, darn near wraps it up, basically. It, You'd have to have the Saints drop their last two, which I don't see that happening. So that means if the Rams were able to advance the NFC Championship, you know, it would be in New Orleans. The other thing you got to keep an eye on is Chicago's right behind them. Yeah, you might miss out on yeah, a buy Chicago altogether. Might, might pop up there. They can't because they get the tiebreaker. The, the, the good news for the Rams is that I believe it's Arizona, San Francisco to close out the year. So, a couple get rights. Yeah, but San Francisco has been competitive. Yeah. Arizona, I don't know what Seattle. to. I don't know what to make of Arizona. They've given up forty points three times already this year. Uh, so. Arizona, <laughs> I still don't know how they beat the Packers, but that's uh, that's another story. Uh, All right, I'll give us going the here. number five. Hey, Nashville. Stand by your man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Two and a half minutes to go in the third. Mariota back under center. Gives it to Henry to the right. Nice cut. He goes in standing up. Touchdown, Titans. Derrick Henry with two on the day, 11 on the campaign. Hi, Keith. Yeah, I like that, right? You love that call, Love right? that call. Well, Tammy Wynette for you. Stand by your man. There was, a, by the way, I there, were, there were some there were some rumblings um, during the trade deadline that Derrick Henry was, might be gone, was right? Be available. Shoot, uh, good thing that didn't happen, huh? I it just like this is kind of like how I felt when the Giants were winning a bunch of games. I'm like, where was this earlier in the <laughs> season, right? I mean, yeah. this guy has gone for 408 in the last two games. That eclipses the best two game stretch of Earl Campbell's career. That's a franchise record two-game stretch. And would you believe this is the first time in Derrick Henry's career that he's had back-to-back 100-yard games? I mean, he hasn't been in the league that long. That's four years. Well, like he's been, in the league. he made it sound like he's been in the league for ten years. Well, with that I mean, would you believe with that, that kind yeah, of I talent? Would, yeah. I mean, the guy goes for a shared, 38. He's been in a shared yeah. backfield. That's true. That's true, and that was part of the reason why you know Deion Lewis was getting a lot of the run earlier in the season. Um, we have Titans Colts last week of the season, I believe. Correct. It, it could be for the final spot. Win and end potentially. Win and end depending on what happens. The, the Ravens do. Yeah. yeah, and they're not. They're not. We'll get to that here in a minute. They're not showing any signs of uh, cracking just yeah. yet down the stretch. So Mario is blocked, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Nice, pretty solid. Uh, under 100 yards. I don't yard. know if I want my quarterback doing that a lot. <laughs> no, but. I'm with you on that. I mean, a rainy day. It, like, it rained the entire game in yeah. that one uh, at MetLife. Henry, in his first 12 games, 3.7 yards per carry. In his last two, over eight. Yeah. Look, I mean, that's not you're not going to keep that up the, the whole way, but I, 
just the commitment, career high in carries in this one, in 33 carries. You know, it's like, oh, hey, this this guy can tote the rock. Yeah. And he can do it – he does it outside the tackles for a big guy as well. Um, kind of made his hay in this last game as well out there. Um, and two-plus rushing touchdowns in consecutive games for the first time in his career as well. I mean, like he's hitting his stride. One thing I'll say is uh, I don't know if this necessarily makes you a great team, but I think it makes you a great organization when you have an identity. And this this Titans team still need they need better players. They need yeah. some more impact players, blue chip players. But I know what they are, and they know who they are. Yeah. They are a physical football team, both sides of the line of scrimmage, well, yeah. very physical. I mean, this is that's who they are. This is like a that's like the Ravens. Yeah, it's very the, the, the Ravens didn't have an identity until Lamar right. Jackson took over. Now this looks like the old school Ravens. We're going to play great defense, run the ball. Uh, limit the possessions, and and that's their formula. And the Titans even have the potential for a little bit better passing game performance with Mariota and Corey Davis. No question, you know, out there, and and that while the Ravens probably have the edge in the defensive side of the ball, there. All right, let's keep it yeah. moving here. New OC, no problem for the Vikings. Cousins play action rolls out to the right, digs wide open, digs touchdown, 13-yard touchdown. Cousins to Stephon Diggs. Well. Kevin Stefanski, tip of the cap. Nicely done. First effort as the uh, as the play caller there, the offensive coordinator change was made. Uh, Filippo out, Stefanski in, and to me, they got Dalvin Cook rolling, which I'm sure made Mike Zimmer happy. <laughs> uh, we watched this morning. You brought up the point yeah. about the play action early in this game, which was successful with Kirk Cousins when they were under center. Um, <laughs> tremendous balance, and uh, and this is a defense that did what they what we expected them to do all year long. So, so this was this is yeah. a team that look. Still trying to find some consistency and figure it out, but I, you tell me you're a third you're a third seed. You want to play the Vikings in that group in the first round? Not really. No, me not really. Me <laughs> not neither. really. So does Stefanski now get all the head coaching interviews that DeFoe's? <laughs> yeah, they will just carry right over. <laughs> so, yeah. so just to double up on um, on that point about the play action, uh, since 2015, since Cousins became a full time starter. His completion percentage tops in the league, and his passer rating second on play action in yeah. football right now. Okay, yet this year with Filippo as the offensive coordinator, they were bottom third in the league in volume of play action passes. Yeah, which makes no sense. Well, it doesn't. And look, part of it's because they weren't running the ball very yeah. effectively. I get that, but we watched that first quarter, and I mean, you know, they scored twenty-one points. And almost all of their passing plays were play action, so they hadn't even really established the run just yeah. yet, and it was still working. So, something about that, you know, gets Kurt into a Kirk into a into a zone, into a rhythm. Well, when you have a healthy Dalvin Cook too, holy, what he did to the holy. I put one on 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 Twitter, but just when he has a free defender in the hole, special yeah. special player. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's keep it going. Yeah. What's your next one? Formula continues to fly for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, a quick pitch to Chris Moore on the misdirection. Moore is in for the touchdown. Brilliant play design and execution, and the Ravens are back in it. Another 242 on the ground this week. I mean, so they had more rushing yards than the Buccaneers had total yards. So that goes to say how good they were on the ground and how good their defense was. Because this was the number one total offense in football in Tampa. Say what you want about them. Yeah. At kickoff, they were the best offense in terms of accumulating yards. And this defense goes out there and just you know does what they've been doing the last five weeks or so. Suffoc suffocate teams. So here's the thing. There's not a team in the AFC that the Ravens can't compete with no question. and can't beat. You could say the league. I, I would say the league. But with their defense, that defense, I've seen that defense stifle. I don't care how good your offense is. I've seen they came to Kansas City yeah. uh, and slowed that offense down a little bit. So 
what's to say? Who's to say they couldn't do that to any of those juggernauts in the NFC? Who's to say they won't do it to the Chargers yeah. on Saturday? This is the interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to spin this forward a little Let's bit. Let's do it. Looking forward to that game Saturday night, uh, Chargers against the Ravens. The one interesting fact, the Ravens, one of the things they do is they're as exotic, for lack of a better word, as yep. any team in the league in terms of the blitzes that they throw at you. Yep. The Chargers played on Thursday night. You have a veteran quarterback in Phillip Rivers with two extra days to try and digest what's getting ready to come to town uh, with that defense, with uh, with Mike Martindale and how exotic they can get. I think that's a big factor because yeah. I think if you can, if you know where they're coming from, you got a chance to block them. If you don't know where they're coming from, you've got no chance. Right. You're done. Right. And I think having a veteran quarterback with a couple extra days, just something to put in the something back to of your think mind about. Out. And look, you know they are they're a deep front seven. Yeah. They can rotate some guys in there, and they got playmakers on the back end. No Marlon Humphrey is playing some good. Did you football. see? Did you see Eric Weddle's uh, tweet by the way? No. So, for those that don't know, Eric Weddle, he started his career with the Chargers there for a long time. It did, didn't end well. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was didn't end on good terms. Bad ending. Bad ending. So, he tweets out after their game, big win, you know, uh, SD is up next. Oh, SD. Yeah, yeah he was not going to put the LA on He wasn't going to do it. No, he went SD. You think that was on purpose? Uh, yes. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, okay. that'll be, though, a very motivated Eric Weddle at StubHub on yeah. Saturday night. It'll be a fun one. Uh, yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's keep the show going here. Move the Sticks brought to you by Burrow. The holiday season is here, and whether you're hosting the entire extended family or just a few friends, you'll need a cozy seat for everyone. There's no better time to replace your worn-out, hand-me-down couch with a super comfortable, high-quality, and stylish Burrow sofa. I want to get in on this here. Burrow makes life more comfortable from the shopping experience all the way to the moment of crashing on your Burrow sofa at the end of a long day. Oh, yeah. Burrow couches are durable, comfortable, naturally scratch and stain resistant. That's big. And their modular design makes it easy to set up. It's easy to customize your sofa online and shipping is fast and free. This is my favorite part right here. Burrow comes with a built-in USB charger. How about that? That's what I'm talking about. So you never have to get up. I love it. It's no wonder Burrow was named one of Time's best inventions of 2018. You can get your living room ready for all your holiday celebrations and save $75 on a new sofa by visiting burrow.com slash sticks. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash sticks to get $75 off your order. Thanks again to Burrow for supporting the show. Way to go, Burrow. Bengals up by 7, 4-10 left. Here's a toss sweep. Mixing with blockers in front. Go, He's Joe. to the 10, yeah. the 5, to Woo. the pylon. Yeah. Touchdown, Bengals, as Joe Mixon sprints 15 yards for what could be a clinching touchdown. I got to see the Bengals and Joe Mixon up close and personal uh, a couple weeks ago when they were playing the Chargers, and it's impressive. And I, I, look, I, along with everybody, knew how talented this guy was coming out of Oklahoma, and now we're starting to see the Bengals cut him loose. I I do want to do a segment. We're talking about doing it on a podcast or maybe in a video Good player, bad team. Bengals are a bad team right now due to all the injuries. They got two good players. <laughs> yeah, Geno Atkins, the way he's playing. What do you have? A hat trick in that yeah, game? Yeah, three sacks. And then you look at what Joe Mixon's doing. Finally, he's a volume guy too. Just give him more and more touches. Early in the year, did not understand why he wasn't touching the ball as much. But man, the last couple of weeks, you're seeing what Joe Mixon can do. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know how impressed I am with the Bengals' offensive line either. Oh, very pedestrian. You know what I mean? Like he they, is a he is a talented, talented dude. They might not. They might be the worst in the division. In, Is he going to go to the Pro Bowl? What, hey, yeah. give me some numbers uh, back there, Kent. You look what do you got, numbers? Kent? Because he wasn't good. He wasn't just getting the volume that he wanted. But, man, he's on a nice little run right now. 
And I, I'm just telling you, in terms of talent, there aren't five running backs in the NFL as talented as Joe Mixon. And people are probably wondering why we're talking about the Bengals right now. But it's, it's <laughs> a heck of a game. That's so amazing. Mixon has – he's averaging almost five yards a carry. He's 207 carries, 995 yards, eight touchdowns. So yeah. those are it's pretty good. good numbers. And then he also has another – 40 catches for 284 yards. 40 a catches. Touch, so. That yeah. surprised me a little bit. Yeah, yeah so he catches the heck well. out of it, Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah, he's he is definitely. You know, we'll see what they do with the head coaching position. See if Andy Dalton's going to be back. Who knows? It's a little yeah. uh, uneven there in terms of what's going to happen. But I know they've got a building block there uh, with Mixon. What's number nine, Rep? Not sold on the Seahawks. The ball will go down at the 26-yard line on the right hash. A 36-yard attempt by Robbie Gold to win it. Hold but a snap it. There's the snap. Ball down by Pinion. Kick on the way by Robbie Gold. It is good. And the 49ers beat the Seahawks. Yes. It's about time. Yes. Uh no. No. <laughs> you're not you're not no, saying yes this on is that? this is not what's supposed to happen to the Seahawks after we've given them all that love for you know, kind of Turn re- around. rebuilding on the fly and running the heck out of the ball. 119 yards for Chris Carson. They still did that. But, uh, you know, they they couldn't stop my man Nick Mullins, you know, my guy out of Southern Miss. Um, and, and this is just – this is – okay, I get it. It's a division game on the road, but this is not what you expect from a playoff contender. You can't lose to a team like the 49ers. You just can't, you can't, can't do happen. it if you expect to you know if you expect us to respect your playoff run. I, I, I can't do that. You want some good news? Okay, Seahawks. What do you got? Seahawks. What do you got? Different team at home. And look at their two losses at home. They're Char- going to be a wild card team. They're going to play on the, at home. I'm just saying, making yeah. sure that they're okay. secure. All right, I got you. When you look at their last two games. They're home. Kansas City and Arizona. Now their game against Kansas City has some major impact. Yeah. On on, uh, on what goes on. So this though, this made me think about what we thought of this the Seahawks coming into the season. You know, like. This was a game they kind of thought they might be in. Yeah, you know, we're playing at this level now. The 49ers probably would have been at a different. Nobody level wants to play the 49ers at the around. end of a season. Yeah, well, yeah, they they, they, they generate some momentum. Around. That's right? when Kyle Shanahan flips a switch. Yeah, like first pick, be darned. Let's go, let's go win some ball games. So wait, can the 49ers get a second round pick for Nick Mullins now? We do that. <laughs> yeah, spin him can we do that? Spin him off. Don't see uh, that happen. Uh, Play, right. Playing good I, though. Good just not not sold yet on Seattle. I understand. Okay. Fine. All right. Final one for me. Man, this this pains me because I predicted big things this year, but the Jags are embarrassingly bad. Kessler in the shotgun, Yeldon to his right. Third and 16. Kessler gonna throw it out, deflected, intercepted. Fabian Moreau at the 35 to the 40. Still on his feet to the 45-yard line. Redskins in business, 231 to go as they pick Kessler. Okay, what do I mean by embarrassingly bad? <laughs> Let's put some numbers on that. Hit me. When you have three more completions than sacks allowed, Ooh. embarrassingly bad. When you throw for less, is it less or fewer? Uh, it's, I don't know. The dealer's choice. Can't remember that yeah. that rule. Get my style ruler. guide out. Uh, less than sixty. Less than sixty yards passing. Um, so that was Kessler, ah. not Blake Bortles. Did run the ball for a buck seventy-two. Um, Did Fournette but, get his first hundred-yard game? <laughs> Fournette had forty-six yards. Okay. Nope. Kessler had sixty-eight yards rushing. He, was, he had uh, more rushing yards than passing yards? He did. 11 yeah. more rushing yards than passing yards. Okay. Um, this, is a game, this is a game that you lost to Josh Johnson. Hadn't started a game in seven years. I remember scouting Josh Johnson at USD, University of San Diego. So this is his first career win. Unbelievable. Happy for him. <laughs> yeah. But when you look at the injuries that this Redskins team has had and where they are at this point in the year, 
to lose to that team you at no home. Interior off at the home, I just there's no excuse. And then I don't know. Every time I see quotes after the game, um, Jalen Ramsey, I I love him as a player, and I'm not going to be one of these guys that takes what people say in an emotional state after a game and and hold it against them. But it, it's a bit much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It, there's it's, just, it's a they're the most disappointing thing in the NFL this year in my opinion no question the Jags no question about it I mean that finally emerged they crawl, crawl out of that tunnel of failure yeah and it's like they peek their head up for just a little bit for one season then whoop, right back down underneath the surface top five pick here we come Unbelievable. I mean like how do you go and shut out the Colts and then lose to the Redskins like this to, to Josh Johnson know. and the Redskins I don't know it's not a knock on Johnson, the player. It's a knock on the fact that he hadn't started a game in seven years. Yeah, fifty-seven yards. Playing for his ninth team. That's that's yeah. And that's I, I don't know a better word. It's embarrassing. Well, how did they get better? A quarterback. One. Is Joe Flacco there next year? That's what everybody's talking about. Right. It's, not, it's an upgrade. Yeah. I don't know if the Ravens. There's talk the Ravens might trade him. If they trade him, I don't know if they'll trade him in the AFC. They might ship him to the <laughs> NFC somewhere. Who that team is? Tampa. Maybe. Jameis goes, you know. I kind of would like to see Joe Flacco airing it out to Mike Evans on a, just a deep ball every other play. Well, just let's make it happen. Let's send Jameis over to Jacksonville. Three-teamer? I don't know. Good work. Okay. I like it. I like <laughs> the thinking there. Hey, um, by the way, before we get out of here. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, big win for IU Hoops this week. Oh, uh, we uh, Crossroads Classic. Last second. Louisville, Louisville. Buzzer beater. No, we beat Louisville. Oh, Butler. Buzz, Butler. Yes, I was watching Butler. Come on, that was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Rob um, Finnessy. By the way, it was a horrible possession. Then oh, they just my had gosh. Jack threw me from about nuts. Five, five feet behind the three-point line. I get one to hold for the last shot, but give yourself an, a, a plan B. You can't wait till eight seconds to do something. By the way, Sorry. Uh, three things we know for sure in life. Okay, what do we got? Death and taxes, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's just one. That's not two, right? Uh, that's two. Okay, that's two. Fine. Third is App State in a bowl game. Oh, there it is. It is not going to be close. Yeah. They already played a bowl game? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's yours? Uh, 2019. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kent, did you – Kent's a big – he's a big bowl game guy. Did We're you a post-January 1 bowl team. Did you watch what, what App State did to Middle Tennessee? Yeah, it, they look, beat him down. The speed gap in that game was ridiculous. App looked like a track team out there. Yes. And they have everybody coming back next year. Stock still was throwing chairs on the sideline. He wasn't too happy. So, uh, <laughs> it was just uh, – got to give got to give credit to App State. They are – they're for real. And yeah. if you look at it. I think they're going to finish in the top 25. I think they got a good shot. They should. I mean, here's the thing. That loss to Penn State, they probably should have found a way to win that. You had the other they loss on a, a Thursday left, night. Yeah. But they, a Thursday night where our starting quarterback got hurt in the first series, got knocked out the first series of the game. They're probably one of the best 20 teams. They Can look they really stay there? New, high, new, new head coach? Stay you know, I've heard good things. Yeah. He actually uh, made me feel good. I got a little text message. That was nice. Saying uh, – Excited good about, for you, uh, man. about uh, taking over the program. He's good. He's been the uh, OC at NC State the last three years. They scored a bunch of points with Ryan Finley and got some Carolina ties. But I mean, he's got he has got a Cadillac for that you know for that level. I mean, he's yeah. he's got everybody back. And next year they play North Carolina. So Bucky, oh, I can't wait for that one. Cannot wait. And they play South Carolina. Oh, I think we could get both. Of them. Carolina sweep. I think we Let's do it. It'll be fun. Uh, right, Bucky will be back uh, tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah. Hey, he's flying. Bucky. He's leaving London today. He'll get in tonight, and he'll be ready to go for Move the Sticks tomorrow. So he does return go. to the States. It's going to be great to have Bucky back. But the PBU, our primary backup. I'll Brett. return to the sidelines. No, hey, we 
I'm just thinking I've got an opportunity to take a little time off. You did <laughs> such a nice job. You <laughs> fill just, in for me. You know, fill in. That's yeah. good. I do my thing. Thank you for your service. You got it, man. I'm like Nick Mullins. I get you a win every now and then. There you go. That's beautiful. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys uh, for listening. It's been a fun show. Thank you, Kent, for putting this all together. There you go, Kent. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.